Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 233 of a wrestling gal podcast, providing you with the female perspective on all things wrestling. Join me, your host and wrestling enthusiast, Ella J. As today, I am once again joined by the Midnight Mermaid, Aspen Rose. Now let's chat! Hello everybody, today I'm once again joined by pro wrestling's waifu, the Midnight Mermaid, Aspen Rose. So how are you doing today? I'm good. You told me I look all professional, so now I feel even better. You do. I mean, you look amazing <laughs> as always, to be honest. I'm very jealous that you can like pull off anything, to be completely honest with you. I try, and speaking of pulling things off, I may or may not be dyeing my hair in a couple days. <gasps> Is it a drastic change? Not completely. Okay. It's a semi-change. Okay, so I'm guessing half of your hair is going to be a different color. Okay, we'll see. Maybe, we'll, maybe. We'll see. By the time this is out, we'll see. We'll be seeing the change. Yeah. I'm sure of that. Yeah, yeah, because so I'm, I'm either doing it uh, tomorrow or on Monday. Okay, so I'm super excited to see what you have up your sleeves. Okay, I see you all. <laughs> yep. You love to see it, but I mean, it's been about two years since the last time I talked with you, which I think so. Yeah, it's crazy. Like when it was like a month or two into quarantine and all that shit. But I mean, you had a pretty, I would say, su successful 2021. I mean, as pro wrestling's waifu. So what are a few things that you are personally or professionally proud of from last year in 2021? Um, I mean, I think the main thing is uh, the polyam cult party shows that was like the main thing because going so mania week last year was in tampa which is like 30 40 minutes from me mm -hmm. and going into it i personally didn't choose to take any bookings because uh in florida at the time i couldn't get vaccinated and i had mv show coming up in a month and i was like i know that like that was going to be a moment for me and i didn't want to somehow risk it mm -hmm. so i was like i'll go but I'm not going to, like, get in the ring or do nothing because I didn't. I wanted to keep the chance as low as possible of getting sick. And then that weekend happened, and then it was just, like, after that, stuff started spiraling again. And in 2021, I think I only wrestled home in Florida, like, two shows. Everywhere else, I was, like, debuting and going to new states and stuff like that, so it was really cool. Um, but besides Polyam Cult... Um, it's probably going to sound crazy to say that I'm proud of the moment, but I mean, I did kind of get stabbed in the head with some skewers over the summer. <laughs> um, that was a definitely a big moment. Um, I know, like, when I first started dabbling into deathmatch stuff, people were already, like, shocked. And then seeing me get skewered in the head was like, oh my god, what? Um... But I lived. I'm alive. <laughs> You're still here today. So I'm still here. Um, but yeah, I think those two things were probably the biggest things from last year. 
definitely you my gosh I just like you are just so like perfect and like you just don't want to wrap you up and then to imagine you like more deathmatch hardcore we're making that a word is just wild but it, it works it works exactly it works I mean you push yourself out of the box I mean you traveled to a few states you're starting off your 2022 year really hot with your California debut in pandemonium pro wrestling so tell us about that experience. That was crazy. I I mean, California was definitely on a list at some point because I've been there once to visit, but that was like even before I wrestled. Um, so, and I was always kind of nervous that it might not happen because Florida is so far from California. And I was like, man, I don't know. Like, I'm not like a lot of the other people that have been on TV a handful of times and stuff like that. I was like, that's kind of like a big trip, especially for a promotion to work on to bring me in. And um, my my fellow my fellow protagonist, my anime pal, my other waifu, uh, Kid Bandit helped me get there. And I'm really appreciative of him for that. Um, so it was really fun. Um, I had my match. I didn't win, but I mean, Honest John's a big old cheater, so you know how that goes. How count. men being men. Um, and then I got to go help out my friend Dark Sheik, and now me and Dark Sheik may or may not be uh, working together soon. Um, I'll be back in California in March, it looks like. So there's that. Waiting on the full announcement from them, but I I know some things going on. Hood slam? <laughs> no, okay. no, not hood slam. It'll be at pandemonium. Okay. But um, yeah. So there may or may not be a really great match in the works right now. Mm. <laughs> so, but I'm really excited. California was a lot of fun, and it was even more fun because I actually got to like go there and actually explore california and not just go and wrestle and then sleep for two hours and go back on a plane and go home um so i got to nerd out and go to little tokyo and check out everything and stuff like that so it was really cool but the fact that i already have like more shows lined up with them is like insane to me um but yeah it was really fun i really enjoyed it was that your first west coast experience in wrestling uh, yeah, I think the most I've been out that way has been Texas. So that was like the full West Coast, West Coast. Yeah. Okay. So between, I mean, you're predominantly East Coast, Florida, yeah. all of that. You, you've obviously been in the Northeast too as well. Would you say that there's a big difference in like attitude or style from what you've seen so far between East Coast and West Coast? Um, I wouldn't say it wouldn't be with like... A- attitude or anything um i mean i definitely felt more chill at uh pandemonium in california which i was nervous about because besides dark chic like i didn't know a single person there whatsoever and i I was like oh man like i don't know anybody i don't know how this is gonna go but everybody was super chill and welcoming and even the venue was really cool like the ring and everything is already set up it's already there the whole time so you just get to come in and work on your stuff and then they do we like um work on promos and stuff like that so they have a whole setup and it's really nice just being able to go in and not have to worry about all the extra stuff 
and we can just come in and focus on our actual like wrestling work and just get ready and chill out throughout the day so that was cool interesting so you're see you are already making waves i mean you got you got some things lined up on the west coast obviously you're still very much successful and making a name for yourself here on the east coast still waiting for you to make it to um upstate new york more more upstate new york you know the i'm the, trying the, the one that mv is talking about <laughs> is barely upstate new york I, girl i'm complete opposite side of that but anyways i mean you this year i can't i still can't believe we're in 2022 i accidentally wrote 2021 the other day i know <laughs> it's wild we're here in february now so- i know i'm like i know literally when i was leaving work the other day i was like it's already february and like my coworker is getting ready to like her son is about to turn two in March and then she's having a baby in April. And I'm like, oh, my God, like I met you when he was like not even a year old yet. And now you're having another baby. and He's turning two and it's February of 2022. It's so weird. It doesn't make any sense. It feels like we've like time lapsed like really fast. So they're like, yeah, we're, this is the boring part. We're just going to speed it up and you're going to get to 2022 and then you're fine. <laughs> Yeah, we we just need to get through this month. And I mean, I mean, February, we got some cool things coming up. Valentine's Day is coming up. I mean, and all of that. But I mean, for you, what are some of your personal or professional goals that you'd like to accomplish this year? I mean, it's going by fast. I know. Um, I definitely wouldn't mind having adding another title to my list. Mm -hmm. It's been a hot minute. Um, I know Ignite Wrestling here in Florida is working on getting a new women's championship belt. So I'm hoping I can get my belt back and it'll be a fancier one, which would be even better. Um, Other goals would probably be at least probably debuting in at least like three or four more states Um, and crossing my fingers for a problematic faves reunion with Ziggy Himes so we can team together for old time's sake. Um, I think that's it. Um, I mean, obviously I'd love to go to Japan but with the world still being the way that it is, I don't want to get my hopes up for that just yet. <laughs> so I get you. But I mean, you have some attainable goals. I had Ziggy was actually my first guest of this year. So I would love a reunion for you, too. Um, also, are you going to be um, in a little place called Dallas at the end of next month, Miss? I may be. There might be some things. We'll see. Um, I'm waiting for the next, like, two or three weeks before I, like, confirm what I'm doing and stuff like that. But it's definitely seeming like I will definitely be there. Okay. Well, if you are, I'll see you there. Yes. Well, then, okay, now I have to go if you're going to be there. That's that's the top of the list. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. I think Ziggy should be first. (laughs) But but I'll take the compliment. (laughs) But, but switching gears here, I mean, we're, we're talking about non-wrestling stuff now. I mean, we talked last time a lot about cosplay and ring gear as somebody who obviously, I mean, you have it showing right behind you, cosplay and anime. All over the place. Showing right in your back. <laughs> um, what are some different sources that you've drawn inspiration from for your ring gear? Um, so my last ring gear was uh, Nezuko from Demon Slayer because she's like my absolute favorite. Yeah. Um, I definitely have some other plans um, lately since I've gotten super into Genshin Impact. I want to do a bunch of gear with that. And especially because that game is like super like Japanese based. So it's yeah. just going to look really cool because there's going to be a lot of detail and stuff like that. 
Um, I know a lot of people were saying they want me to do um, some Lum inspired gear from Yurisai Yatsura, but I'm also like, she literally just wears a bikini, and I don't really know if I want to wear that. <laughs> like, I did the cosplay for it, but, I mean, I'm sure I can find something, but my main thing whenever I'm looking for anime inspiration for gear and stuff like that is also finding something where I can incorporate mermaid stuff into it. So, even if it's like, oh, well, she's wearing all pink, but I made it a mermaid gear instead of just a plain pink color so i always want to incorporate the two together in a way that it makes sense it doesn't look like it's like clashing with each other um i definitely also want to do some um evangelion gear too at some point yeah <laughs> lots of ideas it doesn't surprise yes me. there's a lot of so I have so many. <laughs> I know, just from what I've seen from your cosplays, which we'll talk about in a moment. But I mean, your I mean your cosplay, your gear, it it's impeccable. Like thank honestly, you, thank it comes you. <laughs> really well. So besides yourself, of course, who do you think has the best ring gear game or aesthetic in pro wrestling today? Um there's probably a couple. Um, I would definitely say I love the way that Ida Surreal works her mask into her gear. It always looks so cool, um, especially when she did the gear for when she was teaming with, like, Hallow Wicked and stuff like that. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, like, that was so perfect. Um, Billy Starks' new gear oh is amazing. Like, the colors and everything. It looks so good. I'm a fan of just bright colors in general, so it all looks so good on her. Um, who else? Um, I definitely love um, Jordan Grace's gear lately. And then knowing that like she most of the time she's been like making it now, I'm like, I wish I had that kind of talent, but I don't. I could put stuff together, but I cannot sew for the life of me. I can maybe put on, like, a button on a pair of shorts if I need it, but that's about it. I cannot sew at all. I wish I could, because then it would probably be even crazier with how much stuff I'd be making. But, so she's just, like, goals in general, especially since she's, like, making gear. I wish I, I could do that, but I can't. Um, anybody else, it would probably have to be, um, I've really been loving, I saw, um, Saray's new gear on NXT looks so good. Um, so I, basically anything that's like glittery and like in your face and bright is like my way to go. I mean, that's how a mermaid should be, right? I mean, that's, that's fair. That's very fair. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, I mean, Billy Starks is like Japanese inspired gear and she's got the hair, she's got the new hair. Mm -hmm everything going on i love yep. it. i mean it's no secret you love bright hair i mean look at your hair <laughs> so but i mean it's it's very on brand and i mean outside of wrestling like we mentioned before you also cosplay and even though it, it, maybe there's not a lot of sewing i mean sometimes you do need just that one button girl you know you do you sometimes know. you do <laughs> you never know but I, I'm very curious to know the story behind maybe the design that took the longest for you to craft and what did the final result look like for you? Um, probably the Lum cosplay, which was my first ever cosplay, because that one I I bought the bikini for it, but what I needed I couldn't 
fine. So I bought the plain yellow bikini and I hand painted all the tiger stripes on it. So that probably took the longest. Um, the Lucy one that I did at Indiana Comic Con probably had the most pieces to it, but that was stuff I just kind of put together and then I, um, cut a leg off a pair of pants that was about it for that but it had a lot of pieces involved but probably the lum one because i had to sit there and hand paint it and because it was a bikini it's not like an initial like would dry super fast so i'd have to do like a section and then let it, let it dry for a couple hours and then work on the next section and then the um her little horns and stuff i made those too and i bought a headband and then i put horns on top of it because she needed little short ones and then I painted it gold and then I wrapped it in ribbon so probably of course somehow my first one that I did took the longest I don't know how that happened but it did <laughs> I mean it's trial and error too with anything I mean it's gonna take a while but I mean you have done like so many cool I can't even tell you like I I'm just like floored by, like, <laughs> TikTok content your Instagram Thank you. content all of it. I mean, I mean, what is your dream cosplay photo shoot then? I'm just like, there's so many different walks of life that you integrate into this. Like, what oh, is your man. dream cosplay photo shoot? Um, honestly, I do want to do like an actual full on Genshin Impact shoot with, I don't know which character yet because there's a lot that I really like. And they're all so different. They have darker outfits. They have lighter outfits. They have little outfits. They have big dresses. They have giant bows. Um, so one of probably a Genshin Impact character or probably my dream one right now would be either doing a Hatsune Miku cosplay or shampoo from Ranma just because I love her purple hair and I think she's really cute is is that maybe um what's the word foreshadowing maybe maybe not <laughs> okay I had to I had to try <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I I mean honestly though I see I see I've never done a photo shoot like outside of unless you count like selfies myself. So yeah, like, what does an average cosplay photo shoot look like for you? Like how many frames do you have to capture? The lighting? Like what is the process? So I mean when I'm when I'm doing them myself, I literally just have like a ring light and I shoot them in my room. Um my room's not the biggest, so that's like the only drawback is I don't have a lot of room to work around. Mm -hmm. Um, I do have a back room that I shoot in when, like, the sun is out, but it's also, like, our back room, so there's just random stuff back there. Mm -hmm. Um, but when I'm doing, like, an actual photo shoot, those usually take a hot minute. Um, and I do a lot of shoots with Modern Myth down here in Florida, and... Yeah. Mainly the you the issue that we usually run into is trying to find good locations for everything because either something is like a place is too packed and even though I'm super comfortable some people get weird and I've had people get weird for as long as I can remember like I literally did a bathing suit shoot once as in like my first like two years at a beach. And somebody told me that I should be shouldn't be showing so much, and I should be covering up when I was literally wearing a one piece bathing suit. 
Or we'll have like me and this, like, and he, like, I love shooting with him too because he sometimes will notice if people are starting to like stare or get weird. And he'll be like, hey, we should walk over there and move somewhere else. So I love shooting with him. But yeah, sometimes I get people that'll just like sit and stare or they'll just like randomly come up and just start talking to you. And I'm like, trying to like not be weird. But I'm like, dude, can you just like let us be, please? Um, but he has some people that he knows, so, like, we'll use, like, their backyards and stuff like that, so stuff that's, like, a little more racy, like, when I did, like, my bunny shoot. Yeah. We did that in somebody's backyard, because I don't think I would have been comfortable doing that out in public anywhere. Yeah, no, you definitely get some stairs. I would have definitely gotten some. Um, but it's, it's weird, like, doing photo shoots and stuff now, because when I was, like, seven to eight years old i was obsessed with watching america's next top model and like that was all i wanted to do with my life so now like i get to do that kind of and it's the funnest thing ever and having people like myth to work with where he'll always make sure i'm in a comfortable environment he'll even if he's like oh hey your hair's out of place and he'll come over and ask me before he even starts moving anything and it, like and we're always bouncing ideas off of each other and stuff like that. Like, I'll be like, hey, I'm thinking about putting this outfit and this together. And then he'll be like, okay, we can do this here. And we always come up with a lot of different ideas. Um, I feel bad because the last time I shot with him was the next day after I got stabbed in the head. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, luckily, like, you couldn't see anything. Like, I, and there was, like, a bruise or two on my legs. But after, like, I had another outfit plan. And after this, after the second one, I was like, yeah, I'm tired. I kind of want to go home, and he's all, but he's always, like, super nice, and, like, we're always figuring out when to play and stuff again, and our schedules have been so hectic, because either it's, like, when I'm free is when he has a full weekend, and when I'm, like, on my way to California is, like, when he has a free weekend, so we're trying to work on something, um, but it's nothing too crazy doing photo shoots, um, I mean, I definitely get tired at some point, especially being in Florida, like at least right now, because it's more winter and I say winter very lightly, um, <laughs> that, uh, shooting in the summer is kind of terrible because it's so hot and you're like sweating in like 20 minutes. Um, but other than that, shooting is really fun. I don't have a lot of problem with it. I'm, I wish I had like better set up in my house so I could do more at home. But other than that, I um, I think I'm doing pretty well with my phone and a ring light. <laughs> Want to cut promos like your favorite wrestling legends? SmackTalkShowdown.com is the only place to buy the party game where smack-talking your opponents isn't just encouraged, it's required. Smack Talk Showdown is 550 unique cards featuring crazy characters, vicious feuds, and gimmick matches that help set the stage for your epic verbal smackdown. Go to the extreme with the Lewd Attitude expansion and go head-to-head -head with promos you might want to keep between close friends go to smacktalkshowdown.com right now and use promo code gal that's g-a-l to get five dollars off of your purchase again that's promo code gal g-a-l for five dollars off your order only at smacktalkshowdown.com 
Yeah, I'm. I popped when you mentioned America's Next Top Model. <laughs> I've seen everything from one to All Stars after All Stars, which was I think cycle seventeen. Yeah, I fell off. It's just it's just not the same. I mean, they did yeah. the British Invasion thing, um, and then now I think Rita Ora is hosting. It's just like not the same. Not the same. So I, I'm very curious. I don't know exactly. what I'm sure it's somewhere in there between one and seventeen that you watched. So I'm very curious to know like what your first memories or like most memorable uh, contestants are or moments. Oh my god, there's so many. Um, what was that one girl, Rebecca? Was she like the like real the country fainted. girl? Yeah, that fainted. Um, there's yeah. Tyra yelling at that one girl. Was Tiffany. It? Tiffany. <laughs> that's, 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 that's the same cycle too. That's. I know cycle. that one was a lot. Or freaking or Carity when they chopped all her hair off, and it was she was like a completely different person. I mean, look, like I would have been okay with somebody like chopping my hair off, but Are I don't. Thinking of Cassandra, who like literally quit because they chopped her hair off and they wanted to cut it shorter. No, because wasn't Carity, she was, like, the real, like, model chick who had, like, bleach blonde hair and they, like, cut it and, like, made it dark? Brittany? Maybe Brittany. I know there was one girl, she was, like, super, like, standard pretty and had long blonde hair and then they cut it off and, like, chopped, made it black. I think you're thinking of Brittany. So Carity, it could be. Was, Carity was the winner of cycle um, seven and she was still blonde. I think you're thinking of Brit Brittany. I could was, be. Brittany was more though cycles 15 or 16 though, but they did that to her too. I'm trying to think. <laughs> There's so many. I um, I remember, I think my favorite girl was, um, I don't remember her name, but it was the one season where they ended up making them like, make a song and they all had to sing and half of them couldn't sing and it was the girl with the really light hair who looked like a freaking like doll she had the really big eyes and she had like the super innocent face i just yes i she was my favorite because i was like i like her and now it makes a lot of sense because she just looked like an anime character and it makes a lot of sense now (laughs) she was robbed not once I loved her. Twice, but twice on All Stars, too. I loved her. I think, yeah, I think she was my favorite. And then I remember, like, as I was growing up and the seasons were going on, it'd be, like, two or three seasons past one of them, and I'd see, like, one of them randomly in a commercial, and I'd be like, oh, my God! (laughs) I'd, like, freak out. (laughs) Like, I think Carity was doing, like, yogurt commercials, like, Activia I think so. And then she did like cover, and there was like the cover girl. And I remember seeing her do that one. And then, um, there's been a few pop up in Disney. There's been a few. Disney? Yes. So, like, Hannah from, I want to say it was like 14, I think it was Anne's season, like 14 or something. She was literally on Austin and Allie. Oh my God. And I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I love that. But yeah, I remember like if I'd randomly see them or like in a magazine, like in an ad, I'd be like, oh my god, look, they're doing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they did it. Even if they didn't win, they did it. <laughs> I know. Good times. Like that was like me with Project Runway too, like the earlier oh, season. Oh, I loved Project Runway. Oh my god. 
that was my show that was another one where like after like a certain amount I was like yeah it's not the same yeah and I know like they brought it back on like Amazon Prime or something like that with Heidi and Tim Gunn are still on it and I'm like but it's different it's not the same I will say it is very nostalgic though seeing all-stars like I think there's seven or eight all-star seasons at this point it is really nostalgic to see a lot of them though back unfortunately though I I felt bad I don't know if you remember that this was uh season three Michael Knight I don't know if you remember him but I found out he passed away and I like died inside I'm sure if I saw him I would remember because all like the early seasons were like right like when I was watching it like I remember Jay from the first season that won Mm -hmm. I loved him um I became obsessed with Christian Siriano and all his dresses. I loved him so much. He was so great. Mm-hmm. And then there was the one episode where they had to make wrestling gear. <laughs> yes, Layla's on there, Candace <laughs> Michelle, Maria. It was so great. Cool. I loved it. Like, and I didn't know wrestling. I wasn't watching wrestling then, so I was just like, yeah, okay. And then now I look back, I'm like, oh my god. It's just all of my things into one. I want to say that was like the season with Sweet Pea. Was that like Chris March? Was it that season with like Jillian, Chris March? I think so. It was like the first or second season. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was. It was around there. But I mean, I I didn't know wrestling was a thing either. I had known. I guess. I guess that was my technical first memory. <laughs> right? I know. Like people now, it's like, oh yeah, I saw Total Divas. It's like we saw that on Project Runway. <laughs> we did. I just. I just didn't really think of it. Until yeah. I, like, hey, I saw this because I started watching Project Runway in season two with Chloe, and then mm-hmm. Santino. Oh my God. Good old. Oh Santino. my God. Yes. Uh what uh like over at the beginning of quarantine my roommate got like randomly into it. So we started watching it from the beginning. I was like, oh this person and this person and then he started watching some of the newer ones and I'd watched it with him and I was like, eh, it's okay, I guess. Yeah. I will say you get really invested though. You do, you Good do. Times. <laughs> yes. Good times. I mean too i mean like i said to you show a lot of your cosplay on tiktok so i'm very curious to know what your tiktok for you page looks like like what size of tiktok are you on well currently as of today i am on thrift haul tiktok because <laughs> i am obsessed with thrift shopping and now my for you page is like oh you like three videos of thrift shopping so now here's all thrift shopping and then it just makes me mad because I'm like, my Goodwill doesn't have ever ever have things like that ever. The only one, the one good thing that I've gotten was well, technically two. I found an old like, clearly like probably late '90s, early 2000s like cheapy silky floral robe. So I have that, and then the best find I have ever found. Is an Ashley Tisdale Headstrong 2006 tour t-shirt in the men's section. The greatest find known to man. But other than that, like, I want to find, like, cute home decor and stuff like that. And I never find anything. So I wish, I think that's part of why it's, like, on my For You page now is because it just knows, like, we're going to make you jealous and make you upset. Yeah. You're gonna but, vicariously look through them. Yeah, that's basically what I do. Is I just watch all them. Like, oh, I wish I found that. Oh, mushroom mug. I want to find a mushroom mug. 
a cow chair. I want to find a cow chair. Like, I just want to find all these cool things, and I probably won't ever find that, at least where I live in Florida. <laughs> Fair and it's probably it's probably like fifty dollars to ship something like that. Get time yeah, that. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I mean, I was just curious because I mean, I feel like we're all on. I'm on like ten different sides of TikTok. Some of them, TikTok, it's really addicting, and then make yeah. you buy things that you never would have thought you would have bought. I See, I haven't gotten that bad yet. But I think that's also because whenever I do find things I want to buy, nine times out of ten, it's at Target. And when I go to get it, it's not there anymore. Mm. Like, there was Demon Slayer stuff that I wanted to get, and I never saw them ever. Um, There was Sailor Moon hand sanitizer. I never found it. Yeah, I go there all the time, and now all the Valentine stuff is all over the place. So everybody's talking about all the Target stuff, and I'm like, Heart-shaped uh, measuring cups, never found it. Heart-shaped pots, never found it. Every time I go to Target for something I saw on TikTok, it's never there, and it just upsets me even more. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> for the better, or else you just probably at least two hundred and fifty dollars. Probably, probably. <laughs> Rip to our wallets. Really? But, but honestly, I mean, I, I just, I just think that's hilarious. I mean, with with anime too, I'm, I'm very curious too if you could maybe host your own talk show with any three anime or pop culture figures. Who would be your first three guests? Oh God. Okay. Um, I would def definitely have um. I think his name's Chip. Chip something. He's like a voice actor for like everything. And he voices Rain in Trails of Cold Steel, which is like my favorite video game of all time. And then I also found out he does like 50 other voices too. So there's that. Um, I probably would love to have, um, even though it's not technically anime related, probably, um, Johan Vasquez, who created Invader Zim, because that was, like, my childhood. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and so, I mean, since she's, like, a virtual person, I could probably have Hatsune Miku on there. Because she's just her own actual person. So she's, like, a virtual thing. She made a music video and everything like that. So I could just have her on there, and that would be probably cool. Yeah, I think those would be my three. Interesting. I'm shocked shocked you didn't say any Sailor Moon, Sailor Venus. See, it's hard because um, I don't know if I'd want the English or the Japanese, but then it's like, or would I just want to have the writer on there? Because there's also that, and then there's also my favorite anime fact ever is that the creator of Sailor Moon, her husband is the creator of Yu Yu Hakusho, which is like Two of my favorite things, clearly because those are the two posters in my room. <laughs> so that was that's like the coolest thing to me ever. But yeah, there's too many choices on Sailor Moon. I probably have to do like a Sailor Moon dedicated episode. <laughs> and then I could just have them all on there. There you go. I don't know what the name of your show would be called. Mm. I don't either. <laughs> mm. it, it would definitely have to be a midnight show because of the Midnight Mermaid, which yeah. is a brand. But we'll we'll figure out the details. We'll figure that out later. (laughs) (laughs) 
with makeup though do you have any like makeup gurus or celebrities that you like inspired you or, or like when you were younger that you really aspired to have the makeup style of um i didn't i mean i didn't really get into makeup until i was like out of high school really yeah like when i I didn't wear hardly anything, and then when I got to later in high school, I maybe wore, like, eyeliner once in a while and some mascara, and, like, that was it. That was it. Like, or I'd be like, I bought blue eyeliner, and then I wore it once, and then I never wore it again. Um, so, basically, everyone that I look up to now is basically some of the people that I'm still watching now, because I haven't been into makeup crazy, crazy long. Um, but my favorites, my number one is Raw Beauty Christie. I think she's super cool to watch, and I love her little, like, cottagecore home aesthetic that she has, so I love watching her. Um, and then there's a couple people that I actually watch on TikTok now, mostly, because they don't make YouTube. Um, there's, uh, Michaela, who's, like, all over TikTok for everything. She's really good. Yeah. I love her. Her stuff is really good. And then um, there's her username is like Onigiri NA like a bunch of times. And she's like the super e-girl with the black hair and the giant, giant wings. I love her. I wish I could do wings that big, but it would take up my whole eye space. I've got tiny little hooded eyes, so I can't do wings that big. Um but a lot of people, I just also, or I follow them on Instagram, and I'll just save stuff, and I'll be like, oh, she just smeared a bunch of glitter all over her face. That looks really cool. So I just do that. Or even um, my friend Katie has an Instagram called Makeup um, Tactics, and I really like her stuff, and she always does, like, super cool artsy things. I wish I could be that good but I just do, like, a good eyeshadow blend and some eyeliner. I try to do stuff like painting stuff on my face, and I am just, I don't have a steady hand for it, and it doesn't look good. <laughs> so I just do to the more regular stuff, just with crazy colors and everything. I wish I had a steady hand, but I can't draw. I can't do anything like that. can't either. I, uh, I, okay, I, I'm not alone. I can do the one eye. But I literally cannot do, like, I'm right-handed. I can do my left eye, like, for eyeliner, fine. I can't do my right eye. Like, it's not steady. At, I don't know why. I can't <laughs> do it. I practice eyeliner so long. It's, like, second nature to me. But I'm still, as for as long as I've been doing it now, I'm still not going to false lashes. Those are oh, not I, my deal. <laughs> I've never done them. I just, I can't. I try, especially, like, when I do, like, photo shoots and stuff, I'm like, man, false lashes would look really good. Yeah. And, like, regular ones, I just, no matter what I do, I can't get them to stick. It doesn't work. Um, so sometimes, um, if I'm out and about and I find them, they have, like, pre-glued lashes. So it already has glue on it, and you can stick it on your eye, but... Because they're lashes, you still have to, like, cut them to your eye shape because everything is way too big for my eyes. So sometimes it's kind of annoying because then you're cutting through the glue and it can kind of mess it up. Mm -hmm. But as long as, I mean, they're only, like, 4 or $5 lashes, so it's not that crazy. But you can only wear them once and then that's it. But when they're on, they're on. <laughs> like, if I get them on, I can wear them. I've worn them for photo shoots, and they've stayed on and not budged. I think I've worn them once or twice for a match, and they never came off. 
And I don't think I know anybody that's worn false lashes that hasn't come off in a match, so I'm proud of myself for that. But other than the pre-glued ones, and I have to have, like, good luck that day for them to look right, because there's been times where I go to do it and it just is not working no matter what. The gods are telling me that lashes are not the way today. But I wish I could be good at false lashes, but it's just not my thing. It's okay. I mean, you have the whole you have the whole other presentation going. I do, and I mean, to be fair, I would like I'd like to say I have pretty good natural lashes, anyways. So I don't not worry too much. But yeah, false lashes aren't my thing. Not my thing, and I don't do anything to my eyebrows. That's the other thing. I don't do anything. I don't fill them in. I don't do nothing. I think twice I had them tinted. When I was in hair school because they needed to practice on somebody, but that was about it. <laughs> I mean, you're gifted. You're just naturally gifted. I try. There you go. I got two more questions for you, by the way. I mean, you are pro wrestling's waifu as well, but but who for you is, is your waifu just in general? Oh, man. Oh, you're going to make me choose between all my friends? I have too many of my friends. Um... Ziggy's definitely one. She's my first OG tag partner. Um, Holly Cromwell, my other, my lovely waifus in witchcraft. We have a cool name. Um, hopefully I get to see her soon. I haven't seen her in like a year, a year now, because last year was when we teamed together for the first time. Um, is it cheesy to say my mom? Because no. <laughs> my mom's like my best friend. Um, she is always about like everything that I'm doing. Since day one, she's been like, yeah, I'll take you to your training. When I used to do a local show, she would come to my shows. She is all about everything. Like, And then like me getting into like more anime stuff and buying figures. Like, I got a one in the mail the other day. She's like, oh my god, I want to see it. Like, She's just excited about everything that I do, and I love it so much. Um, I think those would probably be my three. My three. I could probably keep going on, but then I also don't want to like forget anybody, so Fair. I think those are like my three. <laughs> Fair. I mean, a great three people i mean exactly they gotta live up to the pro wrestling waifu so yeah <laughs> <laughs> now lastly you are the midnight mermaid but i'm very curious to know what you think your spirit animal would be and if it would be a water creature since you're a mermaid so i think my spirit animal <laughs> is not gonna be a water creature okay. <laughs> it's either gonna be um since I was little, it, it, if I had to go with, like, my childhood answer, and I couldn't tell you why, I think I just picked it because I liked it when I was little, it needed to be a zebra, which is my childhood answer, because I've always enjoyed zebras. Or now, it would probably be um, a chow chow, a dog, okay. but a specific kind, so the chow chow. Because they just look like giant teddy bears and they're super fluffy and cute and you want to cuddle them all day. And I'm like, I just want to be cute and be cuddled all day. So I think it works. <laughs> Goals. Honestly. Goals. Exactly. That's that's another goal for the year. I mean, you're already, you already got the cute down. You just I'm trying. <laughs> but I mean, I think that's funny. I'm just very curious. Zebras, I feel like it's going to sound weird that I have like an order. But like zebras have been like always like 
been like my third favorite animal as weird as that sounds <laughs> I, I mean i feel like i've always had a steady like top three favorite animals yeah libras have already have always been in there so like i feel you on that i don't know they're just different and like i've always just i don't know what it is when i, I was just ever either. since i was little zebras have just been the thing i don't know but I mean, I, I was just very curious because I, I mean, my favorite animal is a dolphin, but I don't know if my spirit animal would be a dolphin. I don't know what mine would be, to be honest with you, but we'll see. See, I could, and then I could also pick a spirit animal that's like not an animal. True. And I would either, and I would probably say that little girl, Lena on TikTok, <laughs> the little baby, the toddler who is taking a photo with her muffin and is just like, and is super happy about everything so that'd probably be my other one that's not technically an animal yeah <laughs> i think that's hilarious but aspen before i let you go again can you please tell the listeners where they can find you on all your social medias so i am on facebook twitter and instagram at aspen the mermaid facebook i don't use a whole lot but it's there in case people need it and it's just a page so i don't have to worry about anything um and then i have a what a maneuver store uh also at aspen the mermaid i think it's just backslash aspen the mermaid i want to say if i'm doing the url right if not you can just go to the find the store and it's in alphabetical order so i'm in there and you can buy you can buy my deathmatch mermaid shirt what has me getting skewered in the head <laughs> or i have uh, my coffee page which is also aspen the mermaid where I upload like exclusive content and I post about any shows or matches that I have before uh, the rest of social media season. I post photo shoots on there. I talk about my cosplays on there. Um, I do like movie and manga reviews. Um, so I do all sorts of things on there. So if you like anime and you like me, coffee, my coffee page is the place to be. Does that skewer make you like a mermaid unicorn? Like I'm just envisioning it. It could. It could. <laughs> I mean, that's a badass way. And then you had a photo shoot the next day. That's I did. I really way. did. <laughs> she really did that. But Aspen, I really did. <laughs> Aspen, thank you so much for joining me today again. It's been a hot minute, but I'm yes. so glad that we got to catch up today and hopefully get to see you soon. Yes. I mean, whether I go up there or I see you in Dallas, it's going to happen. 2022 is going to happen. It's going to happen. You heard, you heard it here first. Aspen. We heard it here. Breaking news. <laughs> Thank you so much again. Yes, I had fun.